Welcome to Energy Matters, where we explore alternative health in the Pioneer Valley. I'm your host, Caroline Rutterman, and I'm a Reiki professional and intuitive in Northampton, Massachusetts. For the past nine years, I've been teaching people how to use their intuition and helping them reduce stress and anxiety. Together, we'll talk with other practitioners and learn how they bring health and healing to the Pioneer Valley. Let's do this. Hey, welcome, welcome everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we have a great show for you today. We are here with Nicole Goldsmith, who is the esthetician and business owner of Parallel Skin Spa. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're here. You're you're like glowing. When I look at your <laughs> skin, I'm just like, oh my God, I want that glow. We give it to you. <laughs> yeah. How do you do what's your daily routine every day? I basically have the whole back bar of the skincare line we use, which is pretty unrealistic for the average person. (laughs) And I rotate depending on what I see my skin needs that day. Um, I do sunscreen every, every day, always. If you're going to pick three basic things, sunscreen, a professional cleanser, and an exfoliator. Those are my top three. Okay. I do the exfoliation. I don't sunscreen. Every morning, whether it's sunny cloudy if you you're staying inside a lot of sunscreens have blue light protection in them now so it's going to protect you from computer screens cell phone screens the tv so inside or outside as long as the sunscreen has that blue light protection you want to make sure that you're applying yeah even just with like a little tiny bit of sun on your skin every day like having the sunscreen you feel like is is yeah because you're still getting the benefit of those uv rays and the vitamin d you just want to be protecting your skin from okay. those rays yeah, yeah there's a lot of environmental stuff in there the is. air a lot of pollution and, yeah and yeah. it's unfortunately just increasing as the time goes on unfortunately hopefully hopefully some of these things are changing but right now sunscreen (laughs) sunscreen definitely every day (laughs) yeah um so uh you were also uh okay so let me let me kind of take a step back so you're an esthetician um can you tell us a little bit about what an esthetician does and maybe what you don't do absolutely um so estheticians wear someone to help guide you through your skincare journey um, and we also perform treatments for you. So we do all skincare, face and body waxing. At Parallel specifically, we also offer lash lifts and brow laminations. So depending on where you go. What's a brow lamination? I've never even heard of that. So it manipulates the way that the brows grow. So most people's brow hairs grow outwards. But a brow lamination, we reset the brows to be set upwards. So it makes your brow, even if it's very thin, it shows the full length of the brow. So it makes them look very fluffy. I have one now. You can can see. It's cool. It looks like you kind of brushed them straight up. Like the kind of like the boy brow that's really popular Exactly. And the lamination just sets them that way. So you can kind of brush them, wake up and go. You just wake up with your like your brows in the right direction. I, well, I do brush them in the morning, but then you're set for the day. That's so easy. Yes. Okay. Yes. All about like casual lifestyle with and lash lifts that you don't have to wear mascara. So you can kind of wake up and go with that as well. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, so you do a lot of the, the waxing, the brows, like the actual skincare. Um, and what, is, what are the type of things that you do? don't do that people might think like what's a common misconception I do have a lot of people who call for massages and although during a facial you are receiving face massage scalp massage we incorporate hand arm and some decollete massage we don't do full body massage so for that 
you do need to go to a massage therapist. Um, but do you work in, yeah, do you work in like, um, like a medical, like, cause they do like some pretty heavy peels and things like that. And like a medical, we do offer peels. So there's up to a certain percentage that we can offer depending on the ingredients. If it's lactic, glycolic, um, we don't do injections. So no Botox, no fillers. Um, some estheticians I believe can work with lasers, but we don't offer that at parallel. Okay, great. And depending on state that deciphers what estheticians can do as well. Hmm. So, um, so Jen Parmentier, um, basically told me that like, you know, like you're going to want to interview this girl, you know, have Nicole on your show. She's amazing. And she described, you know, because I, I talked to people who are in the health and wellness fields, like in the Western mass really. And she was like, I've never had a I never thought that um, getting a facial could be a spiritual experience is how she described it. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer that like anything be a spiritual experience because, you know, we're in human form and we're <laughs> kind of living this life. But she literally was just like, no, I, I've never, I didn't think this could be a spiritual experience. And so I was like, all right. I was very intrigued. I was like, I, I want to know more about like what this woman is doing. So, you know, do you, do you bring your spiritual life into um, your skincare? I like when you're do. working with people. So Jen, first off, is amazing she's a wonderful human she's um, the sacred roots um the founder one of the co-founders of sacred roots uh, healing and wellness in east hampton and i like to say um for parallel we really do soul care skin care so although we might do a medical grade hydrofacial on you you also might be getting smudged with sage and palo santo we have crystal grids under our tables um i am certified in reiki so that whether you book a Reiki facial or not, that's kind of always coming through. Um, and it's it's really about making the person feel comfortable and warm, where some places they might feel like a doctor's office when you go in to get a skincare treatment. We feel more like you're in your living room. You're hanging out at your house, you're getting a treatment, and it's very comforting, it's very comfortable for people. Yeah. And why was folding in the kind of like, you know, the smudging practices and having a healing grid under the tables? Why did you feel like that was an important part of um, like weaving kind of that tapestry and all the Reiki and everything into into the professional world? Absolutely. So before I became a licensed esthetician, I actually became a certified yoga instructor in 2010. So that was kind of my baseline. So I started there and then from there I grew into aesthetics. So all of those aspects of soul care were things that I was practicing daily, meditation, um, breath work. So it kind of came natural into aesthetics. I didn't learn that in aesthetic school. It's just something that I've always had in my daily life practice. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to, it's hard to separate those things. Yeah, and pe it, there's not a place that offers really both of them together. So I've molded this concept that is kind of unique. And the aesthetics world is definitely stepping more into that lifestyle. I think the world right now is stepping more into that lifestyle, but we've been doing it. So we've made a, a good name for Parallel. That's very cool. That's very cool. And so it's you and you said you have two employees that work with you, right? Yes, we have two team members, Jessica and Steph. They are fabulous. They've been with us just under a year um, after 
we reopened. We had to be closed for three and a half months. And then the need once we reopened was just so great. I was like, all right, it's time to bring team members on. And the community has been loving loving them. And it just allowed us to grow into deeper aspects of the community because, of course, I'm just one. I could only see so many clients in a day. So we're just spreading our roots a little bit deeper now. Yeah. I love that. I, I love it so much. I mean, I from my own professional Reiki pa- practice, I've noticed how much the kind of next level up of like, it's not just anxiety anymore. It's not just depression. It's like next level. Like people are really starting to um, experience like, oh my God, like it's too much. Like I need to make serious changes. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how do you notice anxiety and depression and all these kind of different things that start accumulating what does that look like in skin when it starts to if somebody comes in with like you know high levels anxiety like what is that what does their skin look like to you yeah so just a lot of things coming to the surface they'll be very tense in the shoulders when I'm massaging their hands I'll kind of almost sometimes like shake their hands out a little bit so they remember to release and I start my facials with some breath work. So I'll have them take three deep breaths before the facial massage. We're taking three deep breaths. I have some essential oils that I'll work with. Um, I'm just incorporating sound bowls into my treatments. So those, depending on the chakras that I'm seeing is most closed, I'll choose one of my seven crystal bowls and play them over the client. And that I just watch them sink into the table a little bit deeper and that it's it's a beautiful thing to see, but actually seeing anxiety through the skin, it's, I could see like a dullness sometimes. Um, and that is something that as well, if they're taking care of their skin at home, you might not visually be able to see, but you can feel it when I'm working on them. And when they're walking out of the treatment room, it's so wonderful to actually see that change in the client and, see them kind of float out the door yeah it is nice to see people lifted and that little sparkle back in their eye and yeah that is really rewarding it is you're like smiling even just (laughs) seeing it because i i came from the spa today and we had some clients floating out the door earlier so i'm just picturing them and yeah, it's it's definitely a passion yeah. aesthetics for me. Yeah. Well, I know that you said you have a very extensive morning routine for yourself that might not be normal for the average, you know, <laughs> human. But um, what, uh, like, what is like what? So you kind of have your your, your basic foundation of um, kind of you know doing the sunscreen, doing your exfoliation, and you know what? Are, what is I kind of like lost my like question mid mid sentence, but. Um, you know, like what, what kind of additional stuff do you do, uh, when somebody's coming in to like really help get that like deeper layer of like cleansing, obviously you're kind of doing the the skin glow, which you kind of talked about as the inner. Yeah. Um, so our routine, we have many different facial options. Um, but if someone booked a classic European, they come in, we do a double cleanse. So we usually start with a milk cleanser, on dry skin to kind of get all the makeup loosened up and then we'll go back in with a gel cleanser. I then analyze the skin, see what products we're going to choose for the day, talk to them about their main skincare concerns. I might see something in their skin that I would think would be number one, but I never assume that. I always ask them because they might be fine with that one thing and have a different concern for themselves. So we let the client direct us and tell us 
where their main concerns lie. And then we do an exfoliation. So I prefer enzyme exfoliations for the most part, which that's kind of like little Pac-Man eating away the dead skin cells rather than a scrub that you'll feel exfoliating. Those can be a little too aggressive. Depending on the clients, we do have some manual scrubs still, but I'll traditionally go with a chemical exfoliation, like an enzyme. And then from there, we do extractions. We're going to get out any dirt, debris, excess oil. We have a machine called uh, ultrasonic for that. So it creates tiny little vibration oscillations in the skin and it helps push out anything that's under there that we can't see with the with the eyes visually. Um, and then after exfoliation, we either use a toner or we have a high frequency machine which kills any bacteria that's on top of the skin from extractions. After that, we will get into facial massage, which is the most wonderful part of the facial. We also have specific facial massage. So if that's someone's favorite part, we can strictly just do that. Yeah. Um, and then after facial massage is when we'll do a mask, a moisturizer, an eye cream, a lip treatment. And all throughout that, during parts that products are sitting on the skin, you'll get a scalp massage, a hand and arm massage, a decollete massage. So basically the whole time our hands are on you, you're being worked on and our facials are 75 minutes for the most part. There are some that go into 90 minutes that are dual advanced modality. And then express is 45 minutes. So a time frame for every everyone. Yeah, that sounds really like just you're kind of going deeper and deeper and deeper into the layers of the skin. Yeah. And there's there's other modalities within there too. So we might do nano infusion, hydrofacial, dermaplaning. Um, so there's many different aspects, but the classic European is kind of what we like new clients to start with. So we can get an understanding of their skin and then jump a little bit into more advanced modalities. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, I guess like, you know, sometimes I think about the beauty industry on the whole, you know, and, you know, I kind of think about this like obsession with like youth. And this obsession with staying kind of like frozen in time, like everyone's supposed to look like they're in their 20s and have this like, I mean, I'm so glad I'm not in my 20s anymore. There's so much like angst and so much <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm 39 now, but you know, I, it, but it's kind of like, that's like, you know, in, in the context, that's our, you know, air quotes, our prettiest time. Right. And it's like, I guess I, I just want your opinion on, on what that kind of, what different ages, what beauty through the ages can look like, how you feel about that kind of um, that really rigid, uh, like ideology of, of age. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, you know what I'm, you know what I'm going yeah, with this? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I think 30 is now the new 20, luckily. So hot right now. <laughs> and um, the culture of the beauty industry and skincare, it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I think that like um, the thing that like I think about is that when I see like I see JLo, you know, and she is gorgeous and she's like 50 and she is still like she's just killing it right now. And she looks ageless. And but she looks like she's an older woman. And it's like, how how do you maintain not like an older woman? But like she looks like she is um, she doesn't look like she's like a teenager or yes. in her 20s yes. or even in her 30s. But she just has this kind of classic, um, like beautiful skin. You know, she kind of has the whole picture together. So like, how do we maintain like without having a ton of, you know, like assistance helping us? But like, 
you know, how do we maintain um, this kind of like healthy aging? Absolutely. And just aging gracefully. So the skincare is ever changing and it's evolving. Um, and of course, it's constantly relevant. So I think maintaining stress levels is the first thing and drinking lots of water and what just, does maintaining stress levels mean to you? So definitely making sure you're trying to always be present, not living in the past, not thinking too much about the future, just maintaining in the present, um, doing your self-care routine, whether that's bubble bathing, breath work, taking yoga classes, and trying to s just stay mentally nourished and feeding your soul versus because stress it's kind of it's stress is junk food for the brain and and for zits right yeah and once <laughs> you like junk food you think you eat a dorito and now you're like oh my gosh i want ice cream and now i want beef jerky whatever it may be so once you kind of relinquish and like give into that stress a little bit it will just feed on itself so once you see that kind of peeking in trying to get a hold of it whatever way is best for you everyone has their different routines and just keeping that under control yes yeah so really like so the stress management and drinking lots of water mm -hmm. and kind of really nourishing the soul and like kind of just staying present is sleep. like sleep sleep oh yeah lots of sleep making <laughs> yeah. sure um making sure your routine is balanced. I am still trying to get control of that myself, being a business owner. Um, I'm getting better at it every year, but definitely keeping balance of your routine, having work life, fun life, family time, keeping it all cohesive. Mm, I love that. So it doesn't really necessarily matter. Like, it's not about having like tons of skincare routines other than the kind of like sunscreen and exfoliation. But it's like, it sounds it's like it's really like an internal process, like dealing with the mind. Yes, internal number one. And then from there, having a great skincare routine at home is super beneficial and helpful. Certain ingredients can help with certain um, disruptions in the skin. But number one, internal feeding feeding your body good food and seeing what's lacking in your routine and helping feed your soul that. Mm, I love that. So um, so you're in Southampton. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what your space looks like? And like when people walk in, like what are what should they expect and what, what are they going to see? Absolutely. So from the outside, it's a big red barn. It's actually an old mill, over a cool. hundred years old. Whoa. There's Any ghosts? No. <laughs> there may be. <laughs> we hear footsteps sometimes. Ooh, I love that. That's my favorite. <laughs> Always saging. So yes. it's uh, they're they're friendly. If they're there, they're very friendly. Yeah. And um, there's a beautiful stream in the back of the building, which sometimes in early spring, late fall, will open up the windows during treatments. It's fantastic to hear that natural water flow. And if the windows are closed and we have ocean waves playing constantly. So either way, you're getting that water aspect. And we have two treatment rooms. We are located on the second floor, right above Sheldon's ice cream. That's the first floor. So what better thing to do than get a facial and then go get some ice cream. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Homemade. It's amazing. Um, 
they just started they have vegan ice cream now made with coconut milk that's my jam unbelievable cool <laughs> have to take a trip out there yes and um so our two treatment rooms one of them it's called starry night so navy blue walls lots of twinkle lights big space lots of plants and then our other room it's called Sirocco. that's the first room we started with that is some light blue gray walls lots of desert vibes in there woven baskets more of that bohemian feel treatment they're both treatment rooms they're very different but they're cohesive they work together they're incredible so now we have the opportunity to do side-by-side facials the beauty bestie package is what we call it so mom and daughter husband and wife it's incredible and so you get your own separate room and your separate treatment but you can basically start and finish at the same time yes exactly that's cool exactly and there are also two massage therapists within the space. Um, so they are not a part of Parallel Skin Spa, but they're wonderful massage therapists and they have separate treatment rooms within the space. Um, so it's really cool. Sometimes we'll link up with them so you can start with a massage, then get a facial, works out perfectly. So you have all the day spa aspects. And then we have a huge lounge area, which sometimes we would host bachelorette parties or bridal showers and um Quite a few girls will come in, up to five, I like to say, and we'll do quicker treatments, more like express facials, kind of filter through the girls. They'll hang out and bring cheese boards while they're waiting in the lounge. There is a second little treatment area, which is kind of turned into our plant room. Plants everywhere. We have this beautiful monstera growing up the wall. It's it's an incredible space. Every nook and cranny, you can find something. Like every time someone comes, they're like, was that there there, there before? I'm like, it was. And there's just, <laughs> there's something to notice every time because it is an old mill. So there's these beautiful beams, the ceiling boards you can see. And we just put, there's like this one little cutout that you can stick a Buddha into that unless you're looking, you can't, it, there's just, there's hidden gems everywhere. Mm, that's really fun when you go into a space and it's well designed mm-hmm. and you just, yeah, you can kind of be part of it when you're in there and just like soak it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and there's a, there's a record player that we have in the plant room. So sometimes if a client's waiting for a friend to come out to go into their treatment, they'll just go in that room, turn the record player on vibe out it really is it's kind of like a it's a living room setting but a professional setting at the same time that's very cool oh nice did you do all the design work yourself did you have like the vision or did you kind of help somebody have so luckily once i was there one of the massage therapists was already there so some of the space was already created and since then we've just added and added to it so it's definitely evolved a lot for the four years that i've been up there but the main basis was kind of there and that that good vibe energy. There must have been, before even we were up there, just something wonderful that happened in that space. The second that I walked into it to see if that was the place that Parallel could start, I didn't even see the room. I didn't even see the treatment room. And I was like, this is it. This is it. It was it. <laughs> so easy. I love like being able to like fold your intuition into your business. That's so huge. Yes. Yes. I knew. I knew. And there were definitely scary parts of starting a business where I was super nervous. Like, is this going to work? But universe always has your back. Yeah. Yes. I love that. So what, what helped you really like overcome that fear of like starting your own business and just like getting up and doing it? Well, luckily, I did know 
from a young age, my father was a small business owner. Yeah. So runs in the family. It, it does. Certain type of personality. <laughs> my dad's a, like, a, he's self-employed too. So yeah. I was just like, yeah, this is just what we do. You just grow up seeing it and the hard work. And I'm not scared of hard work and long hours in the beginning. Now, like I said, I am creating more of that balance. But in the beginning, it's what you have to put in to get back. And I woke up every day. He would say to me, be your own boss, create your own hours. So there was really no, there was no doubt. There was no question. I knew I was doing it. I didn't know how until later in life when I become a, became a licensed esthetician, but everything fell into place. And even after I opened, there were some doubts in my mind, like, is this going to work? Are the clients going to come? And through word of mouth, we grew so quickly because when you give out a good service and you're genuine, people feel that and they want to tell everyone. It's easy to talk about joyous things in your life. So yes, it grew. How, how did you how did you fall into um, aesthetics and esthetician kind of stuff? And I know you said you had already gotten your your yoga training and you were already kind of like you know falling into like the the woo world like yeah. in, beforehand. <laughs> yeah. But how did how did you find um, aesthetics? Yeah, so. My first facial, my mom took me to. I was twelve. Good mom. I was young. <laughs> I had super red, rosy cheeks. She was trying to calm down whatever inflammation was going on, and I walked out and I was like, "Mom, they put needles in my face!" Like it was a crazy experience. It was, was it just acupuncture. Like, it was just actually extractions that they were doing. Oh. But I was so young. I was like, it was so painful. Mm, so those extractions can be I, pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, with the um, ultrasonic machine we have they've gotten much more comfortable in yeah. today's day and age oh good but um so my first experience I was like oh my gosh like I don't know about this and then from there my mom definitely has always been in the beauty industry and after getting certified in yoga it, I just saw that it was an aspect that was cohesive it was parallel it was on the same playing field um so it was between that or outdoor leadership. So I did a lot of traveling and figuring it out, but I loved this area in New England and Western Mass. So there's not, for the wintertime, too many career avenues that I felt I could take because I don't do skiing or snowboarding. So Step number two, aesthetics. Yeah. Yep, year round. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And it's kind of, you know, sometimes like we, when we're kind of figuring out the things that we love and the things that are like kind of go in tandem with the things that we love, it just becomes this like very obvious path. Yes. You know, yes. it's just like, yeah, you just kind of slid right into it. I did. I did. It Aesthetics kind of found me. Luckily, my teacher, she was a family friend, so... Through that, I kind of brought it up one day, and I think my mom was like, oh, we know an instructor, and everything. It just aligned. It really just aligned, and and at first, I was like, I only want to do skincare. That's it. I was here for facials, and then during school, I found out I loved waxing. I loved lash lifts, and we've just grown our treatments since then. Yes. You know, it's so funny chatting with you. I remember um, one of my old best friends, She, uh, we were like really close when she was going through beauty school and I remember like she she did not feel comfortable with waxing and she did not enjoy that process very much um and so she did tell me some very funny stories along the way um but it's very intimate like you know 
I'll tell I'll tell the funny story anyways. So um, she would basically if people would come in with like too long and they'd be coming in for some really like like longer like pubic hair removal um she would basically hand them a pair of scissors leave the room for a couple of minutes and say like you have to trim that down oh my gosh they did teach us that in school yeah and so so she did that and so but like to me like I was just like oh my god like I'd be a little embarrassed if somebody did that like said that to me so and you're working with very intimate parts of people's bodies like you know not just getting close to people's faces that's intimate enough but like you know in areas that people experience trauma yeah you know and um you know you're you're right up in there so how do you kind of how do you make people I mean obviously the ambiance is great how do you kind of make people feel comfortable so that they can get the kind of like beauty routines and feel good about themselves and kind of get that like that soul glow happening at the same time like how do you really like fold in that um that comfort absolutely yeah so luckily a lot of our clients are referrals so there's kind of already that baseline of trust right there Um, But if they are new straight from social media finding us, I just greet them with a really warm welcome, ask them how their day was, really listen to them to listen, not to respond. And if we have to, I'll do some, I'll do some energy work on them without them knowing while I'm waxing them. Um, And it just, they, they just get more comfortable as you talk and ask about the day and what their plans are for the weekend they just settle in and everyone usually rebooks. So everyone gets comfortable by the end. Um, we do have towels that we place over them. So I step out of the room, they'll get unchanged to whatever they have to. And then I knock on the door, I come back in, they're covered up and I just keep it really professional. The way that I treat someone and meet someone waxing their eyebrows, same way if they're going to get a, a more intimate body part wax. So it's, it's very, I've been doing it for so long now. It's just, it's skin and hair to me. It's skin and hair, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think when you bring that kind of, um, that consciousness of like neutrality, it's not a sexualized space. Mm. It's just like, it's a professional space. It's a professional touch. Like people kind of sink into those zones. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And some, it's funny, some moms now they'll have their daughters come in who are a little bit older and they'll be like, oh, it's, it's just like going to the doctor. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> so now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're on that level. Yeah. So it's just, it's just that level of professionalism where it, yeah, it's just the worst part is driving, driving to me, like getting worked up, being like, oh my gosh, I'm getting waxed right now. I feel like once you enter the space, then it's comfortable. Yeah. And then you're experiencing the reality of it instead of the like the future thinking and the past thinking and all the stress and the anxiety that you were kind of talking about, like just allowing yourself to stay present with what's what's in front of you instead of the, you know, the panic that can start to yes. set in. And it's, it's just the first wax after the first wax is done. They already know what they're expecting. Yeah. They probably have enjoying the results or whatever it looks exactly. like. It's the unknown. So. It's, it's not knowing what's yeah. next. And then once they walk out, they're like, oh. Okay. It's always that like, okay, I'll come back in four weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you've talked a lot about, um, and if you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Nicole Goldsmith of Parallel Skin Spa um, in South Southampton. And, um, you know, a lot of what you've been talking about is sort of this like the inner beauty like kind of taking care of nourishing the soul, taking care of the that like the inner space is really what helps kind of create this like outer beauty. Um 
but like how does the role of outer beauty kind of nourish the insides so from the outside if you're feeling good it's like it's kind of like those days you wake up your hair is laying right you feel like your makeup's on point and that beams through you like you you just feel more confident i feel like when i one example when i feel better and i go clothing shopping i buy more because i'm like all of it looks so good on me (laughs) (laughs) and then if you're like feeling like oh my hair doesn't look right that day then i'll i'll go clothing shopping i'll be like no nothing so that it's just every aspect of your life if you're feeling confident in yourself and the way you look outside you'll absorb that more internally Mm, I like that. I like that. Because I think that there's like definitely a heavy emphasis on women to look a certain way. And that can be very like oppressive and very like, you know, can take a lot of our resources, you know, when, you know, but like it does have that that benefit of adding confidence when we're feeling good. Yes. You and know, there, there's no like baseline of what I think beauty is. It's so many shapes and sizes and everything all-encompassing it's just whatever makes the person feel most comfortable honestly whatever their vision of beauty is for themselves we want to enhance that for them yeah yeah Dita Vontees I'm not sure if you're familiar with the the burlesque artist Dita Vontees she um she talks about um you know like how like her her beauty style is very like retro like she has the mole sort of the like you know the like the finger curls like just yeah she's very sort of like classic beauty um and very done up she's a performer um but uh you know like with burlesque skin uh, strip tees but she she really talks about how it's like it's what you feel beauty is like your beauty mark is like how you identify as beautiful and that always really resonated me with me when I was growing up because I was just like yeah like she has a very like ornate beauty but she doesn't demand that people replicate her absolutely absolutely and that's why we always ask when people come in if they're getting a skincare treatment what's your main concern and we just let them play out um, what they're here for today, whether it is more relaxation, whether they are trying to target something specific. And everyone has their own idea of that, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all come from different parents and different, you know, cultures. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's, yeah, there's just endless ways of, of looking at what makes us feel attractive. Absolutely. Yes. Fabulous. Um, So let me see here. So um, we are, um, the one thing I want to know about, oh yeah, I really wanted to know more about your Reiki facial because again, like that, that's like, you know, Reiki is my like predominant practice, but like, do you, um, can you tell me a little bit about how you're, you're actually applying um, Reiki in those spaces? Absolutely. Like, can we, can we get like nerdy about energy <laughs> yeah. work here for absolutely, a moment? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the Reiki facial, it is 75 minutes long and I start with a sage clearing. So we just kind of release anything that's no longer serving us with each exhale breath, um, we so do. So you're kind of having them do some visualizations of yeah. like, okay, like I'm letting go of this like fear of failure or whatever. Absolutely, whatever, whatever is there, whatever feels like is weighing them down that day. Um, and then we set an intention, whether it's for the day, the week, or the month ahead. 
Um, after that, we start with the facial. So I start with skincare initially. We do the full facial, all the steps. And then at the end of it is when we really dive deep into the Reiki practice. Um, so through the whole facial, I am intuitively opening up those channels and trying to work on their energy. But there's a lot of skincare aspects as well that I'm thinking about and focusing on. So we wait until the end to really dive deep. And then we do full body Reiki. So from top of head to feet, um, we invite any ancestors, spirit guides in, and then we'll do the energy work. I was, I, depending on the person, sometimes I'll hover over them. Sometimes my hands will be lightly placed on them and I just see where I feel that there's more closed off energy. I do also have tuning forks that I'll incorporate. So where I feel someone needs that, whether it's their throat chakra, their heart chakra, I'll use that on them in that. Um, so it re so every chakra vibrates at a certain level and the tuning fork resets those vibrations. So it just puts you more into alignment if you haven't had tuning forks used on you before. So we have those, they're painless. You'll just feel a light vibration. Um, and after the Reiki of the facial, then I just ask them, did anything come up? Did you see specific colors? Did you feel anything? Sometimes they'll feel heat or tingling in a certain area that I'm hovering over lightly placing on. And we just talk about a little bit in depth what's going on for them, whether it's a certain color, what chakra that relates to. And there's also specific Reiki sessions. Um, so if someone wants to dive deeper after Reiki facial, that's usually where they start. And then we can do the full 45 to an hour Reiki session as well. That's cool. So you're doing you do you do the specific facial, a little bit of the massage, just around like the um you know the the hands you said and yes. like all these areas, and then you do a full body reiki. Yes, exactly. So it's not just actually like like across the the face. No, no, yeah, full body reiki at the end of the facial. That's awesome. Yes, you'll have to come visit. Oh my gosh, I would <laughs> love to. Yeah, that sounds so good. Um, do you find that um. Do you find that because you have sort of a background in knowing where like the intimacy of like the the face and the skin that you find that you're drawn to more like lymph um, areas, like lymph drainage spots? Like, do you feel like that kind of how does your work as an esthetician inf inform like how you're you're navigating your way through those kind of spaces of um, of skincare? Absolutely. Um, so a lot of the massage is lymphatic drainage. So there's certain directions in which to massage the face. We have jade rollers, gua sha tools, cold rollers. So every tool we really are using with that lymphatic system. And if you do one side of the face and visually look at it, the structure of the face is so much tighter and lifted. You can actually, in a 15-minute lymphatic massage, see that difference from one side to the other. Um, so that really actually directs a lot of our facial movements, even the cleansing. I'm always thinking about lymphatic massage to where now it just comes naturally. I don't necessarily like have a chart that I'm thinking about, um, but that that definitely directs a lot of our hand movements. 
Very cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. I find that like, you know, when I'm starting to really like do a deep dive into different types of, um, you know, like modalities, if I'm starting to like study foot reflexology, like they just those kind of points just like naturally start folding into my sessions. Um, It's almost just like the the archive of like information that I have sitting in my subconscious just starts to like intuitive. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's real. It's like my spirit guides just start like tapping into like new banks of energy. just like like information they're just like yeah absolutely and lymph it's it's crazy because lymph they're basically they're like garbage cans collecting um anything in the skin but they don't move so you need to physically do lymphatic movements to drain them out so they don't have like a weekly pickup where they're getting flushed out if you're not moving them it's just collecting and sitting there stagnant so you really need to get that movement going whether it's at home with your own hands in a jade roller or seeing a professional Hmm. is that what kind of people when they're talking about like face yoga is that what they're essentially talking about like is like lymph massage yes Gotcha. Okay. It just has a new fancy name. It does. It okay. Does. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm really into like dry brushing right now. Oh, do you, yes. have you done that at I, all? I do love Is that dry part brushing. of your like fancy routine in the morning or is I, that like separate? I do have one in my shower. It hasn't been used in a little while. Yeah. But yeah. I'll actually dry brush standing in my shower because you can't see it and you don't think about it, but all those dead skin cells, they are flaking off. So you want to do it in your shower. So when you turn your shower on after you dry brush, it all goes right down the drain. Okay. Yeah. I'll maybe I'll add that to my routine yes, yeah. <laughs> step from outside into the shower yes. yeah if people aren't familiar with dry brushing you just basically get like a natural bristle bristled brush and you just kind of like do circles from the feet all the way up to the center of the chest and then from the um, hands all the way to the center of the chest and then you basically like yeah you just brush while you're dry it feels so it feels wonderfully yeah and it helps like move the lymph it does all that stuff that's sitting those those trash cans as yeah. you like <laughs> accurately described so i love that um, so if you're just tuning in, um, you're listening to Energy Matters. We're chatting with Nicole Goldsmith of Parallel Skin Spa. You know, one of the things, I mean, I feel like there's been so many things that like your face has just lit up when you've been talking about it. But um, in your in your professional practice right now, what is, what is really just lighting you up? Like what is bringing you so much joy? Absolutely. So the number one thing right now that I just got word on on Monday is that we are going to be having access to the third floor of our building. So right now we're on the second floor where two treatment rooms are and the third floor will be an event space. We'll host sound healings, yoga classes. I used to host them all in the lounge area. I would move all the furniture out. Oh my we could gosh. fit 10 yoga mats like very squished yeah, and yeah, now yeah. we have a bigger space lots of I like of to room. call it Brooklyn style yeah, exactly <laughs> anyone exactly. back there you know been over to like yoga to the people it's like mat 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 yeah that's how it was yeah. and it, I wish I had pictures of it back then during the events because now being shoulder to shoulder with someone you know it's not like that anymore so now we have plenty of space to sprawl out get comfortable we're going to be hosting sound healings and yoga classes so I'll be the facilitator of both of those things and then as I have more time in the space, we'll definitely bring in some other some other facilitators, whether it's tarot or I have I have plenty of ideas yes. for you guys. <gasps> what what like why did you were you like all right? I want to do skin. You know, I'm bringing in a lot of my energy work, a lot of the crystal grids, and all the kind of saging and stuff. What made you really want to like bring in the extra layer of of yoga and events and things like that? Absolutely. So. 
um, pre-COVID, I would actually have sound facilitators once a month come in and I would go around the room and do Reiki while they facilitated sound healings. And I loved it. And the community was so drawn to it. And then, of course, that had to stop. So we haven't had events in about, I think, 18 months now. And during COVID, I really thought about I could be the sound facilitator. I have the time to really dive deep and learn and take a course. So I took the sound healing course, which was incredible. My last class is this Sunday, and I'll officially finally be certified. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. you. And then our first class will be held in August. We have a second one in September, and they'll be ongoing once a month. Um, I like to do them on the full moon. That's really when the energy is the highest to do some manifestation. So I told everyone, you know, bring your crystals in, whatever makes you most comfortable. We can recharge everything. Um, And then for yoga, I was, I mean, in 2010, I was teaching and then I kind of fell away from that, fell back in, did the volunteer program at Kripalu, um, did another volunteer program at Kalani, which is in Hawaii. That's a yoga retreat out there. So I've kind of like fallen in and out of it I feel whatever I'm at my most stressed out kind of lowest points is always when I reach back to yoga and during COVID having the business be closed I probably reached one of those points again where I touched back out to yoga and I was like three times a day yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I've just been so drawn to teach because I love doing treatments and being one-on-one with the client and really getting so personal and intimate in that aspect but I've wanted to reach more of the community and the way that I can do that is hosting these events to where I can see multiple people at one time because I do only have so many hours in the day. Of course. Yeah. So, and this was, this was the way and I'm, I just, I've been so drawn to it. And now with the third floor, everything under one roof, you couldn't ask for more. Oh, I love this. That's such a like natural expansion of like who you are and your interests and your passions. And it's just like, bring it in it's it's beautiful it's Mm. it's been manifesting for quite some time I knew the third floor was there clients that I've told about it they've been like what there's a third floor and I'm like I've secretly secretly been holding on to it for this day to tell all of you yeah here we are congratulations thank you so if people are curious about learning more about you and your work and um, Parallel Skin Spa how can they find you like what's what's the easiest way for um, for people to learn a little bit more Absolutely. So I feel like our biggest presence is on our Instagram, which is parallel underscore skin spa. We also have a Facebook page. The website is parallelskinspa.com. From that website, you can find our online booking link, which has all the information you could want for events, services, one-on-ones, all the things. Um, But if you Google Parallel Skin Spa in Southampton, everything will come right up for you. Fabulous. And there's a little bit more information when you actually click on the booking link too. So there's like, yeah, it'll continue to unfold for you. Absolutely. Descriptions of everything. Yeah. And your your coworkers, your team members and you and all that. Absolutely. Yes. They can, there, you can book with any any one of us on there yes well we just have a couple minutes left but do you have any last words of wisdom that you would like to throw into the universe yeah so kind of reiterating on what I said before about um just hanging up your worries so I I have this worry tree that I pretend to have at the spa and I hang anything up that I'm worrying about before I enter the space and Mm. If you I need to like write it down and like like a little Christmas ornament. It's not even a physical tree. It's this visual 
thing at the top of the stairs before I enter the space. Wow. Yeah, so I just, I hang it there. And then by the end of the day, if I forgot what it is, I don't have to pick it up anymore. And that it goes back to saying that stress is junk food, junk food for the soul. And you want to make sure that you're feeding your head and your heart nourishment and, you know, be mindful of what you put in your mind. Yeah. And that's beauty. Yeah. Yeah, that just full circle. Let that just folds right into your beauty and your inner glow, and that's what really people are attracted to, and what makes you feel good. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, that that's I think very um, such a good reminder for somebody that like works in the beauty industry, which can be rigid and destructive at times. Mm. And it's it's so nice to have that kind of flipped point of view. Yes, yes, breaking that up a little bit for sure. Trying to give people a new new aspect on that yes i love it um so again you can always um check out nicole goldsmith um, at parallelskinspa.com um, or if you're just tuning in now you can always go and catch the full episode on on reikinorthampton.com or if you're a podcast listener you can go pretty much anywhere you download your podcast um, if you look up the energy matters podcast there's a starburst logo there is another energy matters podcast the other one has like two dudes on it. That's not me. Um, but if you look for the Energy Matters podcast with the Starburst logo, that that is this show. Um, and uh, new ep- episodes are posted every Friday. So, um, so thank you, Nicole, for coming in and and sharing your passion and your vision and all this beautiful stuff that you're putting out into into Western Mass. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to see anyone who listens to the show. Yay! Fabulous. So have a great weekend, everyone and be well.